Um, but the table that he shows the cops when they show up is missing a leg. It only has three legs. Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Okay, everybody. Welcome again to this week's of the Family School of Thought. Appreciate everybody stopping in and taking a look. Um, I'll just cover this now. Make sure you share, like, and um, subscribe. 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 <laughs> and um, contact us at the Family School of Thought at gmail.com. All right. We're good. And find us on good. Instagram. And on Instagram and Maybe not. Well, and wherever I haven't us. updated our Instagram in a couple of weeks because <laughs> I forget until like Friday and then I'm like, eh, whatever. Oh, um, um, I, don't know, I don't remember what they're called. Um, we don't have a Twitter, so we don't no, fall under Elon no, Musk's control. But what's the other thing? TikTok. TikTok. Do we have anything else? Are you going to make videos for TikTok? No. You have to no. make a video for TikTok. <laughs> no. No. They're dance videos. You have to learn the dance. Mm -hmm. We can oh, each awesome. week. Each week we can make up a dance that goes to the theme of our podcast, and then we could post it. No. That'd be a treat. <laughs> we just the last episode. I just edited it. And we were all talking about how confident in our bodies we are. So. <laughs> yeah. How confident Lies. are you? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get started. Um, Cass, the weather is what in Portland? Oh, it was really cold today. It was um, kind of gray and um, just kind of like sweater weather. I really? sat around and read a book all day. Oh, oh. nice. Well, good for you. Nice. Yeah. Jesse, how about you? How's the weather there? Cold. Cold. And snowy. And snowy. Roads were, roads were not very good tonight. Oh. I wa I wondered if they were slippery today. I had they to were four-wheel drive on. Yeah, they were they were slick. I was worried that I was going to end up in the ditch on the way home. And you have four-wheel drive, mm -hmm. Jess? Mm -mm. Oh, I don't. You have front wheel or two wheel? No, I just have just one. Just one just, wheel. <laughs> I, I have a hovercraft. I have zero drive. Zero wheel. I, me neither. All no, right. We, yep. So. Okay. Enough with that. How about um? You got any fun topics? I got. I got mental flaws. Amazing yeah. facts. So I got to giggle out of this one. This first one. It's gonna be Thanksgiving next week. So here's a little turkey information for you. Gobble gobble. Gobble gobble. Turkeys can fly at a speed of up to 55 miles an hour. What? And on land, a running turkey. I don't turkey, believe that. A no, running I turkey, believe that. A running turkey can reach up to 18 miles an hour. But if Matt is driving, he's going to hit them all. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that. That's right. I got to giggle out. <laughs> Because uh, I was just going to say that I do believe that because I have been in two separate cars where people have hit turkeys that have just run out in the road. And it happened so quick that there was nothing we could do. At, at 55 miles an hour. Uh, it, it was like all of a sudden, it was like, it was like, it, they would just no. blurred in front of the car. And then it was like feathers and blood. Um, I was not in the vehicle with Matt and Cassie. <laughs> <It> happened. <laughs> 
Cassie, how old you were like what, like 10? Probably 10. <laughs> 10, 11 years um, old. Was yeah, that? I was 10. That was when he was so, taking us home from the we yeah. like went swimming at the, the pond at his parents' house. And yeah. Jesse had to go to work, so Matt had to drive us home. <laughs> and he was so worried about the fact that he's like had to drop us off with like turkey guts just like <laughs> blood uh, everywhere and me and yeah. connor in the backseat like oh, oh no <laughs> like i thought it was so oh. funny and then gabby did it the same thing like um gabby and i were driving yeah. home one day and <laughs> the turkey ran out it was like so quick there was like nothing we could do and she gabby hit it and it just like there was just feathers and then this one like went under her car but i've never was, like, seen the same a, thing i've never seen a turkey run out in the road i it mean i've seen so them walking quick. across the road or they, they, I, they, they're I, quick i know that for sure none of them yeah. have ever dodged in front of me apparently they're attracted to cassie the car's <laughs> cassie's in <laughs> They it's never <laughs> happened to me by myself, so I don't know. <laughs> You're always okay. in a vehicle. I know, I'm always passenger. So another bird bird information. Did you know that only 3% of bird species have penises? Did you know that? <laughs> no. Didn't well, know that. Ostriches. Okay, ostriches and ducks have penises. But eagles and penguins do not. Okay. I, I didn't know that you can't really tell what a sex a bird is but just by looking at right. it. Right. Right. Well, you can because, because of the, feathers. Feathers. the colors. Yeah. The feathers. Yeah. 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 Color. I mean, by, yeah. Uh, right. The colors yeah. is what tells you. Because <laughs> yeah. I had some birds one time and I didn't really know. I never did know if they were male or female. But they're both yeah. more colorful. So I'm guessing that's true. It's really common for people to think they have like a, a certain gender bird and then like, 10 years yeah. down the line they like take it to the vet and they're like oh no this is a female right. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. Right. yeah 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 so there's some bird trivia for you interesting um the last mental floss amazing facts fact that i have for you guys today is when you flip a coin there's a slightly greater chance that it will end up on the side that it started so if somebody says hey let's flip a coin do you actually want to win if it's heads up when it starts before the flip, it's likely going to be heads up when it lands. Good to know, because we all I was going to say work flip coins of who's leaving early. Oh, that's mm -hmm. good. I was yeah, going to say this sure. is information comes like ten years too late. I could have used this when I played soccer all the time. Yeah, right. yeah, right, exactly, yeah. But it's only a Every slightly. Game with a coin. It's a slightly greater chance. But most so. of the time, they have a different kind of a coin to flip. But do they use but still? They, I mean, it's like a certain yeah. coin, but it they has the heads and tails. I know, but yes. the, I, it's probably the weight of a quarter that would make it land on the same dimension Maybe, that know. it was started off. Yeah. Where if you had a plastic coin, chances of it landing well, it's not on plastic. It's like a metal. It's like a metal. It's like, metal. It's just a coin. Uh, yeah. It's like a big, like almost like a silver dollar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hmm. Like a little medallion. Okay. There you go. Those are my amazing facts. Guess I'm what here. we're going to do tomorrow? We're going to flip, flip a coin. <laughs> Yeah. And all day keeping track. Okay. Now we know what our plans are for tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> We're yeah. gonna flip a coin on Thanksgiving Day to see who's uh, carving the turkey. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
I can't wait. Yes, I do have. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I can't wait. Uh, I okay. can't wait either. I got the turkey. Let's get on with <laughs> it and tell us your story, Cass. Song. Uh, song. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. We're skipping a whole. We yeah, got so song. distracted. This one's, I, and unfortunately, we have to do this one because it's important. And, Dad, you're not going to like this one. Uh -huh. Um. Don't say it's with one of my favorite songs already. I can tell you, <laughs> it might not be. I don't know. It's a. I know it's a, It's an artist you love, but I don't know if it's one of your favorite songs. Um, but it is "Little China Girl" by David Bowie. Yeah. So, I mean, as the title suggests, it's already a very creepy song um, because it's an ode to a little China girl, um, which in, in today's society the song would have just never been made um but it was co-wrote by iggy pop um, and it's yeah. actually i think I know he, yeah. um he and david wrote this together while they were in berlin about a relationship that iggy pop did have with a vietnamese woman um so it itself is already very creepy um but there's some lyrics that uh I don't catch every time, but when I do, I'm like, wait a minute, I have did sung you just say that? A billion times. Did it you? One time, my favorite song. I'm going to read you a whole verse. This is a verse that is in the song, and I want you to know, like, I want you to tell me if you've actually sang this. Uh, I stumble into town just like a scared crow. Visions of swastikas in my head, plans for everyone in the whites of my eye about a little china girl you know i have sung those <laughs> lyrics i probably didn't process exactly what they meant and again i want you to remember that i just told you that they wrote this song in berlin in berlin yeah so in 1989 no it had been before 1989 and it says 1989 no, no, no. 1983, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, 1983. Yeah, that's about right. 1983. They were Yikes. singing about a little China girl and how they're having visions of swastikas in their head. Plans for everyone. Well. And why would they say that? Why would they say that? It, that's That was every time I hear that lyric. I'm like, what was the message behind this song? Now, uh, yeah, there are some. There are some. What? We're going to have to have a new rule for the song of the week. That a it song that I like. really love and have spent many times singing. You can't <laughs> ruin it for me. <laughs> I would have never put all that together and I'd been singing that song the rest of my life. Well, you'll still be singing the song for the rest of your life, but now you'll now know. Now you just have a little bit of guilt. Know what I'm saying. Yeah, you really should so listen now you'll to feel the lyrics bad more often it. because... Even after that, so we're, we're after the swastika talk, right? We'll we'll just because you know in some Buddhist religions, the swastika is a form of it's like a religious it's a symbol, right? Yeah. So like we'll we'll look past that, right? We'll look past that. Um, go a couple lines mean. down where it says, "I'll give you eyes of blue. I'll give you a man who wants to rule the world." It's My little that. China girl. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. definitely ruined that song for me. I, I think it should have already been like this song just didn't age well. How well you know, they, even back in I don't understand how they can still play that song and then make all of the schools change 
all, you know, like if it's Indian, you they've taken all of that out, like Chippewa. You can't say Chippewa. Okay, back it's, to the song. I, yeah. I can't believe David Bowie was right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, he had a lot of really controversial songs to start with. In his early career, he was called like the crazy white man or something like that. The something white man. Um, so he's already very controversial. Um, I will say that there are articles about this song that said that they were just being racist to point out how racist people are. Mm, doesn't really well, fly with me. He was a conscientious person, David Bowie. And he was, I, I believe he was. There was, was. a lot of controversy he, he, about him, but it was about things really that would be nothing today. Uh, he was bisexual. And he well, was yeah. clear. Well, back in the 60s. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, so in that way, he was very edgy and controversial, but it, it wasn't a negative hate. Thing. But I think he also well, kind of, he, I think he kind of formed his, I, I, I do love David Bowie, but I do believe he formed his career based off of controversies. Like, I think he knew what he was doing. Um. But he wouldn't. I don't ever see him doing a hate thing. Well, and that's another thing that I read is that. Um, so I think when this song was first written, um, one of the producers that I can see here said that um, he didn't even think about it being about an actual person. He thought it was um, code for drugs um, because China White is a form of heroin. Um, so I think a lot of people thought this was uh, a song well, about, about drugs. Because oh, okay. I, I couldn't understand. I can't understand why they would continue to play this in today's world. Uh, but I mean, look at all the songs that I've shown you throughout right, the, right. this yeah. year. Like right. every single story. song, it's like this shouldn't have gotten through. Like, uh, yeah, like they're all kind of like this. Where like I just think people get kind of swept away in the like music and of the it and the like and, and they don't really pay attention not like to that, that at all neither he's still not like that he's very um again he was very groundbreaking what he did but it was never negative or hateful or stuff like that well here's the thing is that we've kind of learned in the past couple of years that things that people didn't really understand were hateful uh or derogatory like because they didn't mean it that way like it's starting to come forth like a lot of like this is the thing about comedians nowadays is like the big thing is like oh well, we can't say anything can't joke about anything it's like no you just like these jokes that you've lived off of and profited off of for years are racist yeah. we just never called you out on it before or like I, it was always I acceptable can, before i have no problem forgiving people for what they said in 1970 as long as they understand it's wrong now you know what I mean? Right. But that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, evolved, it, there's, you know, it, the, the, you know our that, society that has evolved. Must, that's downright evil. Well, what did you, you think know. the song about was about before? Like, what did you really think oh, the song oh, was about before? It just, it just, it was a good when you song. listen to it, you don't, I, I, I don't, I don't ever listen to the lyrics of a song. I just like the music or the beat. And maybe that's, you know. Uh, well, I will say, like, I've always kind of been like, this is a kind of weird song, like, kind of I weird thing to talk about. Song. But I never caught it until, like, probably maybe, like, a year ago. I was like, we 
you know, have music going on in the kitchen. And I was just, the, the song came on and I was singing along to it. And the, like, the swastikas part came on and I'm like, did he just say visions of swastikas? And, like, nobody else was, everyone was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't, like, really pay attention. I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure you just like yeah like it like never like it never registered to me until i guess i never when i've listened to that song a million times i've never heard swatchka in it i tell you what i'm gonna do tonight i'm going to email iggy pop don't laugh at me (laughs) what he was thinking when he wrote that song yeah yeah okay because now i want to know because neither one of them are you know, racist or, you know, negative, hateful stuff. They were all about, both of them are about. Um, well, like I said, the, and, you, you know, know together. It, well, like I said, like the swastika is now we like, as you know, mm-hmm. after World War Two, we really see it in a darker light, but it is a symbol for Buddhism. Yeah. It is a symbol of like mm-hmm. redemption in Buddhism um so, so maybe they were thinking that when they wrote it so maybe you know what we to say maybe i'm taking a darker turn on something that wasn't supposed to be supposed to be more positive yeah yeah we've never seen david bowie in concert but we've seen iggy pop he was fantastic all right um let's get started Cass? um today i am going to tell you guys about the mysterious death of rebecca zhao um as well as um Max Shacknai. Hmm. So, all right. So this one, it might be, I don't know if a lot of people know their names. It might become clear because it was kind of a bigger news story in 2011. Um, and it's a very strange story to begin with. So it's mostly going to be about Rebecca, but Max's death is very important to the story. Um, but Rebecca was born on March 15th in 1979 in Phalam, Chin State in Northwestern Burma, now known as Myanmar. Um, She lived, um, after she moved out of the house, she lived in both Nepal and Germany um, before she with her family moved to the US in around 2001. Um, She has three sisters, a Mary, a Snowman, and a Zina. Um, in 2002, she married a nursing student from Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, they didn't get a divorce until 2011, but it seems like they were separated for a lot longer than that um, because she met her boyfriend, Jonah Shacknai, in 2008, uh, and they started dating. Um, he was the CEO of a company called Medixis Pharmaceuticals, um, and his position made him six point four billion or six point four million dollars in two thousand and ten. So, he's a very wealthy man. Um, he had had two previous marriages, um, the first to a Kimberly James, um, and they had two children in that marriage, uh, and then a second to a Dina uh, Romano, who they had their son, Eric, uh, Aaron Max Shacknai. Um, he was born on June 7th in 2005. Um, and so it seemed that Rebecca and Jonah had a fairly good relationship from 2008 until 2011. Um, there's one instance of her getting arrested for shoplifting um, where she pleaded guilty. And that was about it. 
And again, she was married to somebody else. Um, and they got a divorce in 2011. I don't know if that was amicable or what, but she was dating Jonah in 2008. Um, and then uh, on June 11th, 2011, uh, Rebecca and Jonah were with Max at their uh, Coronado, California home called the Speckle, Spe Speckle Mansion. Um, and this was actually what they considered to be their, you know, summer estate. Um, and it was like a mansion. Like it had uh, basically guest houses. Um, uh, it had like a courtyard in the middle of this, like basically like it was almost like an O-shaped house where there's a courtyard basically in the middle where you can like go out and there's like terraces and like balconies from each of the bedrooms looking down into this courtyard. Um, Max was six at the time um, and Rebecca's sister, teenage, uh, I think she was like 13 years old, teenage sister Zena was visiting um, at the time. Um, and it, nobody knows really what happened, um, but in a moment where Rebecca and Zena were not watching Max, uh, he must have been playing by the stairs and he fell over uh, a second story banister oh. uh, and the fall caused his um had caused injuries to both his facial bones and his spinal cord um, and it affected his breathing uh, and his heart rate um, rebecca found him unresponsive moments later uh, and called 911 with her sister xena um, on the call she's very distraught um, and crying and she can't really get a lot of information out because she is um she like thinks he's dead she is telling the paramedics he's dead he's not breathing um and her sister has to take over the call for her to instruct the paramedic or the uh, dispatcher where they are and what's going on um he is unresponsive when paramedics show up um and they work on him and basically i think they get him breathing again as far as i can tell or get a breathing apparatus on him uh, and he is rushed to a Rady Children Hospital in San Diego. Um, Jonah, his father, as well as Max's mother, Dina, uh, rushed to the hospital to be with their son. Um, and basically, Rebecca is so distraught about the accident that she sends her sister home. Um, she takes her to the airport the next day on July 12th and sends her sister home because she's, you know, She's like, I need to be with Jonah. I need to be, you know, we need to focus on Max and his injuries. Um, and as well, she, I don't know if it's while she's taking Zena to the airport or if it's like she drops Zena off at the airport at the beginning of the day. And then later in the day, um, she goes back to the airport. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it, she was already there. Or she just waited. Um, but she ends up picking up Jonah's brother, Adam, who was flying in to be with the family. Um, and he is a tugboat captain from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, and after she picks Adam up, the two go to meet Jonah for dinner with a friend. Um, I, there's not much said about what happened at the dinner or like what the atmosphere was like at the dinner. Um, but Jonah ends up going back to stay near the hospital um, at a hotel. I think it's like a Ronald McDonald family hotel or something like that, they said. Um, 
and Rebecca ends up going back to the house with Adam. It's about a 20-minute drive from the, the hospital to the house. Um, so she goes back to the hotel, to the Spreckles Mansion with Adam. Um, and there seems to be multiple texts from Rebecca's phone to different people. Her sister, Mary, asking if Zena got home safe. Um, she, talking about how guilty and how much pain she feels in about Max's incident, um, but how she needs to be strong for Jonah. And she basically has texted multiple people that plans for what she needs to do in the next couple of days to help out. Um, okay. But can you stop right there? Yeah. Uh, look, Max is her son. No, her. Boyfriend's it's Jonas. Son. It's her boyfriend's Jonah's son. Okay, and but she it, was but, like in charge when the he fell yes. off. Yes, she was okay. supposed to be watching. I don't know where Jonah was at this point. Like maybe he was at work. I don't know. Um, but she was. But I mean, this is the thing: is like she was supposed to be watching him, but he's also a six-year-old boy. It's not like she's going to be like eyes right. on him at all times. And it sounds like right. she said that she was in the bathroom at the time of his fall. But even so, like, again, he's six years old. It's, it's not like you would have eyes on him at Any all times. The well, they don't know. They don't know what happened with the accident. It's, it, I think it ends up being ruled as he, an accident. Like, he, maybe he was, I think there's, in some stories, he was, like, riding a scooter. Like, one of, probably, like, one of those, like, Razor scooters. And... He either hits, well, he either, like, hit something and basically flew over the railing, or nobody really knows what happened to Max. There's no explanation to why he fell over the second floor banister. Does her sister know? I mean, was she playing with... No, neither of them, I know, neither of them apparently had, but again, like, neither of them had eyes on them as far as the story goes like as far as what they tell other people they did not see him but they must have either heard him fall or like were calling after him shortly after because it it sounds like they were almost immediately responsive to him falling off hmm. but there and there's uh, i you know i i don't know what happened but i do believe it's an accident because they had a very good relationship in all the interviews that I've seen, it seems like she was very loving towards him. She was very um, much a good, you know, stepmom, stepgirlfriend, stuff like that. Like, there's no, it doesn't seem to be any ill will towards Max, or it doesn't seem like she did anything on purpose. Um, but there might have been people who thought so because. Uh, the next morning on July 13th, two days after Max's accident, Adam calls 911 at 6.48 a.m. to report that he has found Rebecca's nude body bound by her wrists and ankles um, with her hands behind her back hanging from the second-story balcony. Um, he calls 911, and he is... <sighs> this is Adam the problem. Is Adam is Jonah's brother adam is jonah's brother who has just flown in the day before but again and this is kind of the important part of this phone call this 911 call because this is what people really 
don't like about him is that this is somebody who has dated his brother for, you know, close to four years. Um, this is somebody I'm sure he's met before. Um, he calls 911 and basically says, uh, so I got a girl here. She hung herself. Um, you got to send someone out. Um, and a lot of people don't really like that tone that he uses. It clearly puts distance between any relationship between him and this girl, which again, it's not somebody he knows personally. Oh, like it's not his girlfriend, but it's still somebody I'm sure he knows fairly well. And maybe um, he come in for a reason to kill her. Well, and, and so he, uh, while it. he's on the phone call, he gets more and more distraught. He can't tell them where, uh, where the house is at. He can't give them an address, and it takes him like forever to get an address. Uh, but while he's on the call, he says, "I'm going to cut down her body right now," and proceeds to cut her butt down. Which I think he, uh, he kind of makes it seem like he thinks maybe she there's a chance he can save her and she's alive because um, he keeps yelling are you dead are you dead um but you know a lot of people have said that you know she didn't look alive like it would like there's pictures from the crime scene and it you know there's just no way um she also i forgot to say had a some sort of gag and some stories I saw that it was just a gag other stories I saw that it was a sweatshirt basically wrapped around her head and mouth and like stuffed into her mouth um but like tied behind her head as a gag which again his tone in the phone call makes it seem like it's a suicide but if you saw somebody with their hands and feet bound a gag in their mouth your 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 immediate responses wouldn't be she hung herself because he specifically says she hung herself and it seems kind of odd that you'd see that and be like oh that was definitely a self-induced kind of thing right mm -hmm. um but to this day her death is considered a suicide um and that's where things get weird um, because the balcony she was hanging from was not the master bedroom. It was just a random bedroom, um, in the house. Um, and on the door leading into the bedroom, written in black paint was the message, she saved him, can you save her? Hmm. Yeah. Which a lot of people have found this very odd messaging to begin with because if it's talking about max you know she didn't really save him uh he did fall and can you no, save but her would suggest that did he live did max no. live no but he didn't die until the 16th so he is still alive at this point he is on life support but he does end up succumbing to his injuries so it's just a weird message all around because there's just no chance of actually saving her. She's been hung, you know, from a banister. Um, and we don't know how long she was there. Um, she has a few autopsies done. The first autopsy uh, revealed four separate head traumas. Um, 
which medical examiner Jonathan Lucas states that he believed that maybe she had struck her head on the way down. Uh, many people find a lot of problems with this theory because kind of like in the staircase, you have to hit your head with a significant amount of force to cause brain, like a brain trauma. Um, and so she would have to have swung very hard four separate times into the banister or into the wall as she swung, which people uh, have said is very highly unlikely that you would maybe get one or two really good swings um, where it would cause significant damage, but four is a lot for somebody who purposefully hung themselves. Um, how could they hang themselves if they had four, eight damage, head damages? So he killed them. Well, that's what but the thing is they're, they're saying that the head, the head traumas are from her basically oh. swinging oh. Well, she, after she hung herself. So her hands and feet are tied up. So how would she? Which a lot of people have found problems with, but uh, they did recreate it and they did find that you cut, like the way she was tied they did find that you could you know you know hang yourself and it, it they said that it is kind of common for people who hang themselves to either tie like to tie their hands up so that there's just no chance of saving yourself for them to yeah, yeah. um just to make sure that they don't you know in a panic you know save themselves um so this autopsy is done. Obviously, her family is very upset by this autopsy. Um, so they uh, request a second autopsy to be conducted, which is done by a pathologist named Dr. Cyril Wetch, I think is how he's pronounced. Uh, but this one actually did find um, that the fractures upon Rebecca's neck looked to be more like they were caused by man manual strangulation than by hanging because it didn't seem to be a, a sharp uh, fracture, like a, you know, obviously like a tug of a rope. It seemed to be a, a deep pressure. His brother killed her. <laughs> I, I, I will not disagree with you. I do believe that he had well, something to do with her death. I would bet her boyfriend or fiance killed her and her brother is covering up for him. There's many theories. Um, so uh, this this second autopsy also found that Rebecca, at the time of her death, was on her period, and it was at a heavy point of the period, which did account for some blood splatter, or not blood splatter, but blood droplets that were evident in uh, the bedroom, which she had had been hung from, as well as the bathroom uh, of that bedroom. Um, it, and she was sexually assaulted, um, and there was a knife there. I think there was two knives found in the room that she hung herself or that she was hung in. And one of them on the handle did have her blood present, uh, and she had no stab wounds. So the blood was, uh, found to be maybe from her vagina. Uh, so she had been sexually assaulted with the handle of a knife. And again, her her death is still ruled a suicide after all of this. Um, there's to this day is still ruled as a suicide. And they didn't get any semen from her. Uh, no, 
No. So this is, again, I I just don't understand. Well, again, remember that Jonah is a very wealthy man. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't not make sense that they didn't find anything. Um, but no other DNA evidence was found at the at the scene of Rebecca's death, not even the rope and the knife that Adam used to possibly cut her down. So his evidence, oh. his DNA wasn't even found on the knife he said he used to cut her down. Wait, I'm getting, I want to get make sure I got all this straight. Okay. So they never... The police didn't come and she was hanging because he had already cut her down. He had already cut her down by time paramedics arrived and she was already dead at the time. And so police came. Um, and this is kind of, I, this might be incorrect, um, but I know I heard it somewhere uh, that sh- her body was just left in the courtyard. Uh, and because police were called to this house and it was a very rich neighborhood, um, news helicopters were told to go basically to get pictures of the house, um, and they actually captured pictures of her that dead body on dead nude body on the ground, and it was cast live on television. Oh jeez, yeah. Um, again, okay. I don't, I don't know if that was hundred percent true, because but I know I heard it somewhere. It could have been another case. I don't. He was assaulted, sexually assaulted, while she's mm-hmm. on her period. Mm-hmm. With a knife, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then hung with her feet mm-hmm. and hands. Mm-hmm. How did they come up with this was a suicide? That's the question. That's the question, and unfortunately, uh, it was perpetuated by Jonah himself uh, because he would later go on to tell people that. Uh, when asked, do you believe she maybe hung herself? He said, well, she is Asian and they do have a cultural honor killing code. So he basically told people that he believed she did it out of guilt um, and that he believed she committed suicide. Hmm. Yeah, that's she felt guilty. Had she been hung? hung but there. it's not because it's like, it, again, it's like, but the, it, it's not because just because she's Asian doesn't mean that she subscribes to a culture that is like came, super old. She came and she was hanging there. Yes, maybe she if she, so maybe but if her she, hands are tied up, her feet are tied she's up. She's naked. And they, he's, she's naked on her period. And a gag is in her mouth. And a gag in a her sweatshirt. mouth. Yeah, but that doesn't even make sense. Again, he's rich, so maybe it does make sense to some people. Um, Even worse, even worse, um, a computer is found at the home, and on it, it has pornography. But it doesn't have just any kind of pornography. It has Asian women bondage pornography on it. And it was watched Mm -hmm. the night of her death. And... Don't tell me... and the brother-in-law had to have watched it because the other, the dad was at the hospital with. Dad was, dad, dad was at the hospital. He wasn't at the hospital. He was at like the hospital hotel. Um, and, and I don't know if there's any security footage uh, that he is present at the hotel or at the hospital, but there is uh, video evidence of Dina, Max's mom, being at his bedside the whole time. 
But uh, it is later figured out that her and Rebecca have a very tumultuous relationship. And Dina has a twin sister named Nina who looks exactly like her. So video footage of identical. So if video footage of somebody sitting at her son's bedtime doesn't really mean much. Um, And somebody did say that they were passing the house that night and saw someone who looked like Dina heading up to the house. So somebody that looked like Dina was caught walking up to the house the night of Rebecca's death. And she had a very tumultuous relationship with Dina. And obviously Dina and Jonah have a feeling or thought that Rebecca had something to do with Max's accident. Um, but let's get back to Adam because that's who I believe was responsible for this because one of the knots that tied Rebecca's hands behind her back was so complex, uh, that most people who were trying to recreate a person tying themselves up like this couldn't get the knot in the right position from behind their back. And when it was taken into testing or like when it was taken to basically see what the knot is, it was it was a, navy. It was a nautical knot that most sailors use. Mm. And if you didn't remember, mm. Adam is a tugboat captain. Yep. Yes. Yep. I told you it was Adam who did it because he flew in from Tennessee Somebody called him to come in and stage a death. Yep. Uh, well, and I think, I think so it was brother. I think it was Dina and Adam. I think they. Yeah, let's say those two together. But I also don't think Jonah is innocent in this either. I think because he doesn't seem he does not seem upset by her death. He does not seem to question why she died this way. Um, he seems well, very. Not that in a way shot. too my son is murdered but the thing is, is th- there's is no dead. evidence well, my girlfriend died too but trust me my son i'm well yes but in, you know you it he doesn't seem to seem show any empathy towards rebecca or her family who is very distraught about her death um he seems to blow them off quite often when they ask for him to give some assistance um, so I think he knows that his brother did it. Um, I think he knows that Dina and his brother did it. Again, this is for entertainment purposes because her death is still ruled a suicide for some reason. Um, there was also, there, there's just tons of evidence to prove that this was not a self-inflicted suicide. Um, she Even there was residue found on her legs that they linked to being tape uh that she was obviously tied up to there was a chair that had the same residue on it basically um and also uh on the 911 call that adam uh, that adam called uh, in he claims he was there alone um but in a um audio mixed or not an audio mix but basically they they put this phone call into uh, an audio mixer and turned up the volume really loud and basically made it a little bit clearer. You can hear him say something to somebody else. Um, it's clear that he's not talking to the dispatcher. He says, like, hold her still or something like that, hmm. which is clearly not. He's clearly talking to somebody else. There's clearly somebody there. Um, 
and he I think a lot of people say he gets more and more distraught throughout the call because I think he like realizes like he's telling them oh come he's telling the dispatcher like I don't know the address just come to the place that you came for the little boy this is where that little boy had an accident and it's like clear that he's like oh I've got to be more emotional about this um and he cuts down uh Rebecca and he says that he has to use a table to basically get up to a height where he can cut the rope um but the table that he shows the cops when they show up is missing a leg it only has three legs um and they said that the length of the rope and where she would where the rope was cut on her she would have only been like maybe three feet off the ground so there would have been no need for the table anyway doesn't look good for adam but he still gets away with it um uh the only thing is that in a civil court in 2018 a jury panel did find him guilty of a wrongful death suit so basically the zhao family uh took him to civil court and sued him for wrongful death and a jury did find that he was guilty um but he's never been sentenced he never went to jail um and originally in the 2018 verdict uh they were uh the family of rebecca was awarded five million dollars um Adam would later go on to appeal it in 2019, and he would reach a settlement with the family for only $600,000. Wow. And that is the mysterious death of Rebecca and Max. Another thing I'm not understanding, because if I wanted to kill her, but I wanted to look like a suicide, why did he tie her hands and feet up? Why wouldn't he just put the rope around her neck and shove her off the thing? And, you know, I was, I'm assuming Hold he could help her. <laughs> right. What's that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they, I don't know. I really don't know. I It's such a, like, it is, it's such a weird thing of, like, why would you go to this length to kill somebody and then, you know, not, Make right. sure it didn't look like a murder. Right. right. You could, like, like, you could like, not show up anywhere. Right. But I yeah. Mean, he, yeah. Cut, he cut everything down. Uh, people think he was wearing gloves. So uh, they believe it was yeah. like a. Why would you wear something. gloves? Why well, would you have gloves? Okay. Well, in one, California. No, no, it could just no. be latex Rubble. gloves. Yeah. yeah. Because like police wear latex gloves when they go to a crime scene so they don't contaminate the scene contaminate. so that could be um, something oh, too he was, he was in the i'm gonna try to save their life i'm not gonna well, let me put my gloves on first well and there yeah. are so at, at the balcony at the balcony where she was hanging from there are footsteps that that they only belong to her um it is clear that she it, it's only her footsteps only her foot jumps um but the railing of the balcony is there's like a dust a layer of dust on it that has not been disturbed so she would have had to basically like jump, jump over. over it um which is highly unlikely when you have your hands and feet tied um and the only other like footprint they found out there ended up being a cop who had stepped out there and left a boot print so that so is clearly clean the foot the footprint that was just hers 
was mm-hmm. her shoes or was she barefoot? No, she was completely naked, which again, okay. this is a girl who's committed suicide because if if what they say is true, she's doing it for honor because right. she feels so guilty about Max. You wouldn't do that naked. As a woman, no. you wouldn't do that in general. And right. another thing, another thing. He was thing, still alive, so why would she try killing herself? Yeah, and at the time, he was still alive. Um, so it uh, it just doesn't, there's just. Yes, it could happen that she felt guilty about his accident. I do believe that, I, you know, and you can't say like, oh, she wouldn't have all this stuff. Um, but it just the, the other thing was that this is something that most of the male like forensic evidence collectors um, didn't really even think about. But so the, the gag that was tied around her mouth and I think even the rope around her neck, um, something that a female uh, lawyer noticed in the pictures and mom i jesse i just uh, you, you may understand this i knew it like almost immediately when i heard it her hair was still tucked under the rope oh like no. it basically like she put her rope yeah put the yeah. rope and her hair was like tucked under it so that it like she didn't pull her hair out no um and the like the person who's going over it was like i don't know a single woman that would not pull no. their hair out from under the rope right yeah, I agree with you. That would be like my first thing. I don't like my hair inside things. Yeah. Right. Like, and yeah. even like, even if it's like, oh, well, she's committing suicide, I don't think she cares. But like, no, but you still. would. Like, you would. Right. Like, it is. Like, it's something that you would, it, it wouldn't even be like a conscious thing. Like, you would just automatically, like, I know, I assume that like, I like, automatically like push my if hair. If she out. did hang herself, my thing too is if her hair is inside the rope, there should be if there there's enough force to like break your neck there should be enough force to break your hair in places where the well, hair that was should another be. thing is that that was another thing that a lot of people found suspicious was that so basically the rope that she had tied to her neck was tied over the banister and onto the leg of a bed in the bedroom um but the bed was shown to have only moved like like an like a very small amount and if she had thrown herself over the balcony, there would have been enough. The balcony. There would have been enough force to move the bed significantly, like a probably like a couple feet. Right. It would have pulled the bed all the way to the railing. It, well, it would have. Yeah. She's a very small, like petite woman, yeah. so it wouldn't have like been serious. But like, the, there would have been enough force to move it at least a couple feet. Mm-hmm. And it it only like moved it like I think they said like not even an inch. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not right. Well, he obviously he had the money to get an attorney that was could take care and of that's and a lot of the articles do say that he paid quite a bit of money for lawyers to basically put out cease and desist to anybody who uh in the family who was trying to get anything done about this case wow that's baloney I think it should be reopened and somebody should, you know, but look at, he's gotten away with it this long. And yeah, it's, he'll be, uh, old. he'll be, he'll be an old, fragile old man before they find and finally. Put but the thing is, it. is that like they, they found all the evidence that it's not like a case where it's like, Oh, we haven't found any DNA. We haven't done all this. Like they found significant amount of evidence to show that this was clearly not a suicide this was clearly somebody you know 
this is clearly somebody this is a homicide um and he got any and that brother-in-law or the brother and he, it wasn't that even, he was the only one in the house he was the only one in the house um so it, it's him yeah and there's a lot of other stuff dealing with like i think so the paint uh, from the message on the door to the bedroom that said you know he, she saved mm -hmm. him all that was found to be uh, on rebecca's nipples as well and it looked like somebody had pinched her nipples with the paint on their hand oh i thought that you were gonna say they were like made it look like she wrote it with her nipples <laughs> no, no. Okay. It, what did their, what did his attorneys have to explain about that writing on the door so that's the thing is that it's not even there's he doesn't have to explain because they they've never even charged him with this he's never they there wasn't even a trial a to like it's just always been a suicide and they basically just never saw him as a suspect and he the just said i he boy. said he was in his room all night he did admit to watching the porn he said i did was in the guest house i watched porn that night um and then i went to bed and i found her in the morning that's all he says about the night and they didn't go through the house and find rubber latex gloves or something that had black paint on it that he painted the door with. Well, who knows? Probably. Probably did. Interesting. That's, that's a really strange, too, because exactly who, who's that message to? Right. That's like, that's what like people say, uh, or I think. It, it, because people who believe this was a suicide said that that is basically her suicide note of like uh clearly it's about max but again there's it just it's clearly from a third person it's not like a first person perspective of like i didn't well, save max i don't well, think i can and, say if gonna, and if you're gonna write a note and you're gonna commit suicide you're gonna say i'm so sorry please forgive right right that's what oh, a lot of people said that, like, this so people will think it was from her. I think I think that they, again, I think Adam and possibly Dina and Jonah committed this crime. And I think they were trying to make it look like a murder without making it look like themselves. Like, I think they were trying to make it look like somebody broke in. And, and do you think that her. Rebecca um, knew that they were planning something because she hurried up and sent her sister home maybe maybe um, i don't why know would she sent um, her sister home immediately after an incident like that well i think it was just like an upsetting thing and like i said her sister was only 13 at the time so i think it was just like an upsetting oh, thing and she was yeah, like well you gotta go home now. yeah yeah i don't want you to be around all this what right is this happening is here. right what's gonna happen in here um yeah i think i don't know i don't know if and has anybody know, questioned the 13 year old sister you know what happened in the house i don't know but i i again max's death was ruled an accident they ruled it as he tripped and fell over the banister um and i think again that was just something that they closed i think if i i think even with jonah and dina i think if they believed that Rebecca had something to do with it or Zena had something to do with it, I think they would have, they don't want it reopened because if it is found that Rebecca had anything to do with it, her death would be then reopened kind of thing. Right. So I think they closed both of them just to 
if to hide it maybe wow yeah that's a crazy story yeah it's sad and crazy yeah and it's not the first nor do i believe it'll be the last time a case like this will happen we have seen through history that people will get away with murder and mm -hmm. it's just how it works if you have enough money you can pay yeah. off the right people yep and they paid off the right people because all the people that investigated should have found lots more evidence and they probably did but all of a sudden it disappeared it didn't disappear though that's the thing is that it didn't disappear we know what the evidence is and we can yeah, it clearly like see any kind of evidence. yeah it, it's like we can clearly see a to b but they, they're just they, not making that connection all of no no the, the me, evidence that could have we think that the three of them got together and make, planned a to make it look like a murder but then like for whatever broken. reason changed their mind and said hey we better make it look like suicide <laughs> no i think they thought they could make it look like a homicide i don't think they were ever going to try to for it to be a suicide i think they were trying to make it look like someone broke in and murdered her hmm. i don't understand why i don't think that they expected people to look at adam i think they were expecting it to be like oh someone broke in and was like just raped and assaulted this woman and then killed her and adam was in the back and he didn't hear anything but I think the phone call, I think the 911 call was what made a lot of people go like, something's not right. He clearly doesn't seem upset that he's just found somebody hanging from a banister. Well, his brother's girlfriend. Right, his brother's girlfriend hanging from a banister. And you can hear the, the phone call is online. You can hear the phone call and I've listened to it before. It's not, <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's very upset. And like I said, it, it seems like he gets more and more upset throughout the call as he realizes that the dispatcher's like asking him, like, well, who is it? Like, you wait, you know her? Like, it's your brother's girlfriend? Uh, how did you find her? Where where are you at? Like, there's just like like clearly she's asking questions where he's like, Oh, I should have answered this better. Mm -hmm. Um, has anybody interviewed the ex-wife, the mother of Max, since then? And did she think that this girl had something to do with his death or i mean I just think she, uh, there's no uh, i didn't find any things no i didn't find any uh articles about like her blaming rebecca for max's accident and, and um the twin sister did they ask where mm -hmm. she was at the time of the death they i don't know if they asked where she was at the time of death but they did find on rebecca's own that nina dina's twin sister had texted uh rebecca that she, uh like what happened to max i'm coming over we need to discuss this and then there was also a voicemail that rebecca had checked that night and listened to it was it has was shown as like opened um but that got deleted so nobody knows who that was from or what it said so that's evidence so we, right there oh yeah we have evidence that 
Nina said she was going to go to the house that night. We have somebody who says they saw someone who looked like Dina uh, walking towards the house. Uh, and we have Adam on the 911 dispatch um, talking to somebody other than the dispatcher saying, hold her still when he said he was alone at the house. And so maybe she wasn't dead yet? Maybe. But also, I think even if it wasn't, like, even if they had found her dead, even if they had found her hanging, even if there was somebody in the house, maybe told her still while he cut her down. But then, like, why say you're alone in the house? Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe he has a split personality. <laughs> Uh, I think there was also, I don't know how true this is, but I think when he was questioned um, by detectives, there was, like, some interview where he, like, was asked, like, oh, what was Rebecca, like, what was her attitude, what was her mood when you guys got home from dinner, um, what happened, and he's like, well, she just went straight up to her room, and, he, and they were like, well, did you go with her, and he's like, no, I thought she'd asked me to come join her. And they're like, well, why would she ask you to come join her? He's like, I don't know, maybe like sex or something. Hmm. He <laughs> said like, that. Why would you expect sex from your like, brother's your girlfriend? Boyfriend's girlfriend who's grieving who's the, the, like, ac This terrible accident just happened with <laughs> yeah. sex. Right. And then he goes and watches, and then he goes watches Asian bondage porn. porn. <laughs> So, that's pretty bad not a smart guy in general no typically not no well even it's odd that they would go he'd pick her up at the airport and they'd go have dinner right that's what a lot of people it's said like, people said that like that was weird well, that donut would go have dinner yeah like why would they go and have did dinner? they check that out did they check surveillances where they went where he said that they went to dinner yeah, it seems like they went to dinner because they went to dinner with a friend. So it was like four people. It was Dina, or um, I'm sorry, it was Rebecca, Adam, Jonah, and then a friend of Jonah. Um, and the friend. I know. Yeah, so maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was that other guy that was at. He met him at the house after they did it. Oh, maybe I never thought about that. It could have been because if it was third. Two of Jonah's friends, he staged that death. Um, another thing I did want to say about his Jonah saying that this was maybe an honor suicide, all that stuff. Um, her family, though she is Asian, <laughs> comes from uh, Burma, are Protestant. So they don't believe in suicide. Uh, and that they have said that many times. And all of uh, Rebecca's sister said that she would have never done that. She didn't believe in that kind of thing. Um, she was and she was a, a nurse, Protestant. No, yeah, and she was a nurse. I thought you said Rebecca was a nurse. Did I? Yeah, no, she married a nursing student. She had married oh. a nursing student in two thousand. Which uh, he was actually so her husband, her ex husband. Uh, was firmly against that she committed suicide he said she would have never done that she was not that kind of person um and he has been with the family the whole time saying that this is not a suicide 
Mm-hmm. And it, se- it it doesn't seem like they ended their relationship very badly, but again, they must have been separated for a very long time before they got the divorce. Hmm. Um, I can't Sam. remember what she did. I can't remember what it said she did. Um, I don't think she was a wor- like. I don't think she was working at the time of her death. Um, I think so she, she was just have. living on Jonah's income. I think so. Well, that's way not very well. Like that, but. These very wealthy men, they don't want a woman who's got a career. They want somebody that no. their career is taking care of them. So, but yeah, just ask, don't worry, darling. Another world there. But does if my son died mm-hmm. six years Well, he didn't um, die yet. When he was in he was in he critical was condition. In like well, he wasn't he didn't he never regained consciousness though. Like, they probably he, knew. They probably knew he yeah, everything. They, yeah. So at that point Well then why would you go out to dinner with a with your brother and a friend and Rebecca? Right. Because it's not like it's not like when, you know, you know, I'd an older person my, is in the hospital like the and they're sick. Like the you, go, you know, you go like, Oh, there's nothing we can really do. She's awake and conscious and all this but stuff. Why would they be at the hospital with the boy? Maybe he was in surgery at the time. Like maybe he was in oh, surgery. Oh, why wouldn't you be there at the hospital? And I've got to admit that I would well, be. I can see a girl it, that was in supposed to be taking care of my son in this accident. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe it wasn't. I would be like, I. I think I'd be pissed. Like, what were you doing? What? Why weren't you there? What? You know. It, I think I if from the interview. I wouldn't with say just go have dinner and with some friends. Well, I think, so I think from what I remember of the friend who went to dinner with them, he did say there was clearly a rift between Rebecca and Jonah throughout the whole dinner. Um, He clearly, like, obviously Jonah went back to stay at the, like, stay near the hotel. um, And it was clear that he didn't want Rebecca to stay there with him. Right, that makes sense. But I can see too where they went out to dinner if the kid had if Max was having surgery because if a surgery is I'm like sure six they haven't hours eaten all long, day. Yeah. Right. You you can't like you could stay at the hospital, but there's not anything you can do except sitting in a, in a waiting room. I know going crazy. It's so six year old I mean, boy. I wouldn't be I, leaving the side. You, you can't you're go you're into not by his side. Yeah, right. You're not in by the surgery, side. you can't be there. It doesn't matter how sitting out in are. a hallway. Yeah, yeah, you'd be sitting in a waiting room. So, like, you know, like you can't I'm sure go maybe into even like surgery. the friend. Yeah, maybe the friend even like was like, "All right, you like you're coming to dinner, like Jonah, like let's go, right. like we're gonna go have dinner." Right. Mm. Yeah, because when people have surgeries, I don't. Besides us, besides us, right? But besides a C-section, I don't think that anybody is allowed to be in. You know, the general public or your family members are allowed I to know, be. In. I know, but still, I'm gonna be right there should something happen. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna the, be right the, there. Right, but the thing though too is like with the oh, surgery, the restaurant like, could have been right there. The restaurant right. could have been like across the street, a lot of times too. It's like you're getting text messages or whatever from the hospital, mm-hmm. from surgery. Like this is what we're doing. This is what you know. Like I've sat through several of Matt's surgeries that you know, like you get like updates on, like hey, we opened up this. We 
are inside him now. We're, we're doing this. You get text messages throughout the whole thing. So, oh, okay. So I did just see this. Um, this wasn't even until July 26th. So this was long after Rebecca was dead. Um, but, and again, his death was ruled as an accident later on. But on July 26th, um, a, a doctor, a trauma doctor who had examined him prior to his death in autopsy stated that he did not believe the injuries were consistent with a fall um, and that he suggested that may, Max may have been suffocated prior to his fall. So mm-hmm. some uh, uh, a trauma doctor did say this, but it was on... Uh, no, I'm sorry, his death was ruled as an accident on July 26th. So I don't know when the trauma doctor said that it looked like he had suffocated before the fall. But that could have been a reasoning behind this. But again... This didn't come out until July 26th, so this would have been far after Rebecca died. Hmm. Crazy. Hmm. Oh, is that an, a movie? Or, <clears throat> or is it just, I know. just a... That happened in California. Nice. <laughs> so this happened in California. Um, this happened in California, but it doesn't seem, I think they are there. This is just their summer estate. This mansion is a summer estate to them. Um, and I think their Jonah, his home is in Arizona because that's where his mm-hmm. business is located. And so why did they have Max and, or was, does, did his ex-wife live in California? I think, yeah, I think it said she actually lived fairly close to the Spreckles mansion. Oh. And, but it was probably just like a, like a court-appointed uh, visit. They probably had him custody of him for the week or weekend. Mm. Or maybe the summer. I don't know. Crazy. Crazy. All righty. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything else you want to add to it? Any thoughts? Um, I don't think anyone other than the police think that this was a uh, suicide. Right. It, yeah. Uh, it, I haven't read a single. I haven't read a single article that believes that this was a suicide. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like a suicide. I don't agree. agree. I agree. It was not a suicide. I think it was Jonah's brother who murdered her, and Jonah and somebody, either the um, twin sister. They set it up to look like she was murdered. The police said it was a suicide. They were like, "Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah." Well, again, uh, I think I said this before with how she was gagged with her hair. Nobody, like any, like every single woman that has been involved in this case, prosecutors, um, lawyers, anything like that, like they're like this immediately, all the red flags that this was not a woman who committed suicide. Like this is not how a woman would commit suicide. The only people who have said that this is how she committed suicide are like male 
detectives and male forensics like officers so mm-hmm. it's like it's very clearly like misogynistic views of what a woman right. would do after a child dies on her watch right right, right. no nope that's not true right like it, there's just these are all red flags that a woman would never commit suicide like this like yes a woman could commit suicide out of grief but she, like typically women bring, are less violent um, and, she well, and to like she bring such like a sexual motive like right. being naked being bound by your hands like you yeah. know you know it the like knife with her period blood on it on the handle like there's just no way a woman would do this out of grief like this no. is just not a no. grief kind of suicide if it was suicide yeah it wasn't suicide and you know she would have been grieving a lot longer than five hours after the kid was in you know she wouldn't have committed suicide that shortly after because he was still alive she would have been grieving after he passed mm-hmm. and then maybe considered suicide but there was no way she would have committed so suicide quickly after short, right. that shortly after two days after the accident that's just not that's i mean you'd be distraught and worried to death and but no that that's just well especially if it like if it was you know she murdered max to like get rid of him which it there's doesn't seem to be any evidence what's the doing yeah what's the point of doing that and then killing yourself right I don't and, believe that she did. No, I, I, I don't, I don't know what happened to Max, and it, that is the like really unfortunate part of this is that, you know, it it could have very well been an accident. Kids play all the time, and they mm-hmm. play by stairs, and they play by balconies, and they do really terrible things, and it could have been an accident. Um, and for this to lead to Rebecca's murder is like insanely tragic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the doctor that said that Max had been suffocated and died, or I mean, prior. I mean, how did they? Prior to, how did he get that evidence? I don't understand. I don't know. Or did it says that he suffocating him at the hospital. It all, no, it says all it says is that the trauma doctor who examined the child prior to his death and the autopsy stated to the police that he did not believe the injuries from the fall were consistent with cardiac arrest or brain swelling um, that was experienced by him. So that he basically said, which I, the thing is the, it, his injuries did cause like it basically, I think he fell face first, basically it. So he had fatal fractures and his spinal cord was um, damaged, um, which caused lack of oxygen and, um, Right, so suffocation. Suffocation, um, brain swelling, cardiac arrest. He's saying that the cardiac arrest and the swelling um, didn't uh, coincide with uh, a fall, which I don't know. I don't know how you determine that. Hmm. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know Maybe how you determine kid- that. Maybe the kid, I mean, it's a six-year-old kid, but maybe the kid had a cardiac arrest and, you know, or 
had a stroke or something and that's how he ended up falling off the balcony i think he just tripped i think he was going too fast mm -hmm. and hit something or tripped and mm -hmm. just kind of flew over the could have been i don't know climbing the railing right uh, yeah he could have been climbing the railing and slips yeah i'm sure you don't know this but or maybe he... his body like immediately down or was it like he flew across or well from what it sounds like with the spinal injury i don't know how they found the body but from the spinal injury and facial fractures i'm guessing he basically fell like head, head down yeah. yeah um so he was probably like on his stomach or on his back um and on the call you can, again you can hear rebecca's call to 911 it's very distressing she's very clearly upset she thinks he's dead like and so it clearly the injuries were bad enough where she doesn't even think he's alive at this point mm. all righty okay guys um okay anything else to add to anybody mm. no they need to find the murder i think so too i think i think they did I think they know who the murder is, but they hide well, the evidence. That's the thing is that the evidence he has been found guilty of her death. Somebody. He just hasn't been found as her murderer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In a civil case. In a civil case. In a civil right. case. So yeah. it's not even something that, like, it's just for money. He doesn't even yeah. go to jail for that. Right. He just got, has to pay the fine. Right. That's like OJ. OJ was found guilty of murder in a civil case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, were the Kardashians involved in this in any way? What? Were the Kardashians involved in this in any way? It was California, so maybe. It may be. But this was after Robert Kardashian died. Yeah, but yeah. he didn't have anything to do with the death. <laughs> But he was friends with OJ Simpson. They yeah, were they were friends. friends. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and OJ's um mm. Chloe's dad. Yeah. Or so the story goes. That's the theory. All righty. All right, guys. Let's wrap this up. You guys are all frozen. Oh, you were froze too. Oh, okay. Because we live right, in guys. Michigan. For her. <laughs> and I am froze to death. Mm -hmm. Well, you need to come off of that patio at some point. Yeah, I know. Looks like a nice day. I don't know what you're talking about, Mom. Looks pretty yeah. nice there, doesn't it? <laughs> I wish I was there. All right, guys. You too. There's snow out there. Snow the Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Again, share, like, push that like button, and uh, give us the thumbs up, and uh, subscribe. Email us at School of Thought and subscribe to our channel, please. All right, thanks, guys. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.